work. Woo! Diamond ring work. Woo! Kiss dealing. Woo! Wheeling dealing. Woo! Limousine ride. Woo! Jet flying. Woo! Suck it on gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these diamonds down. Give me two claps and a Rick Flair. Tim Livingston. Emotional security is like the blanket that you tuck your soul in. Pete Livingston. You ready for Joe? Joe hey, you ready to you up? <laughs> That's what I think he's saying. He's like, hey, you're about to sleep with Joe Buck. And Sam. This is our, our candy orchestra. Mm. It's still going. Those are some good pop rocks. Los Livingston Brothers. Alright, this is Peter Livingston of Los Livingston Brothers. I'm going to be doing the second part of the Dynasty Breakdown and Podcast, yada yada yada. For those of you that missed part one, uh, head on over. You can listen to that on uh, our iTunes account just to get a lowdown of the league, how it's structured. I don't think I'm going to be going back and covering too much of that again for the rest of the for the rest of the the podcast series, so if you want a little some 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 good detail about the league and how it's formed, you can go back and uh, check that out. You know, I think I spent about a good twelve thirteen minutes going over all that stuff. So, if that's something you would like to do, go on back, give it a listen, and get up to speed. I also broke down the let's see one through four, first place through fourth place, ending with myself. This week, I'm going to go through pretty quickly. I probably only got about a half hour to do this. And I'm going to be doing the uh, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th uh, place teams. So, uh, we actually, I just put in real quickly for the 5th spot. I know that I was really hoping to get that top spot. As I said before, I have no second round pick. So, getting as close to a first pick in the third round was something that I felt like I needed really bad because I need to take whoever I can really get that's left over from that second round as soon as possible. So sitting there at the fifth spot, it's not horrible. Um, ideally, I was hoping to get you know one or, or two, but I think five will be just fine. I think who I'm going to be targeting with my fifth pick is more than likely going to be a running back. I'm going to have to just go and get a a good running back that I can pair with Justin Forsett, and I think that'll be really good. Somebody who I'm looking to get is um, Eddie Lacy, who is not going to be there. Jamal Charles is not going to be there. Le'Veon Bell is not going to be there. He's going to be capped. Adrian Peterson is off the board. Um, not going to be a C.J. Anderson uh, I might be going towards a Marshawn Lynch. You know, Matt Forte is also another really good running back. <sighs> he had that one ridiculous year a few years ago. You know, last season he was... I mean, you look at rushing yards, fairly pedestrian. You can get 1,000 yards from a lot of guys. I think 1,000 a, a rushing yards is really solid. He gets the he gets a ton of touches, which is which is good. Um, you you have to like that. But where he really 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 is excelling is in the reception yards, 
and that's pretty hard to ignore. He almost had 2,000 all-purpose yards last year, uh, 1,700, a little over 1,700 total yards and 10 touchdowns. That's, you know, what more can you can you ask for? So I'll probably be going Matt Forte at the f- fifth spot, but it, it, to me it's between him and uh, arch-nemesis Marshawn Lynch. And I'm definitely going to be going with one of those guys. I, I mean, Marshawn Lynch had another really good season, you know, somewhere around 1,300 yards and a couple hundred yards receiving and, and you know, upwards of 15 touchdowns last year. And That's kind of hard to ignore. You kind of keep waiting him for, for him to break down. You know, he's pushing 30. Um Gets a, has had a ton, a ton of work. Uh, just resign, or not just resign, but decided not to retire. Uh, the only thing that scares me about Matt Forte is potential injury problems. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is a big bruiser and is part of a well-balanced offense, and you have to like that. The only thing I'm, I'm worried about, like I said, getting upwards of 30, is he going to start? Giving away a few of those touches to somebody else, that's the only thing. Matt Forte is pretty much the only guy in Chicago, and it might come back to bite me, but I might have to go with Matt Forte. Uh, The fact that I already have Antonio Brown, who's going to be the number one, going into the season, the number one wide receiver, I have to like that. So go ahead, and I think I'll just go and solidify the running back position at that five spot. And then when we come back around in, 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 in the third round, when I'm getting that fifth spot, you know, if if there's an an elite quarterback still on the board, if there's an Aaron Rodgers or an Andrew Luck for whatever reason, um, then maybe I'll try and get one of them. You know, for the most part, people, I don't think Andrew Luck is going to be there. Andrew Luck will be gone in the first round. That's just what I feel. I think he's too good to pass up. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is somebody that you can find late in the second round. Um, but will he be there in the third? Probably not. So I might just actually end up going running back and then wide receiver uh, in the third round. And then the the good thing being in uh, in the fourth round, I'm going to have Elliott's pick and then another pick in the fourth round. So that'll be good. And then I, I believe I have two six-round picks too. And so I'll be able to get some good depth. And, and that's a good thing about the league right now is that there is a lot of depth at wide receiver. And, you know, as far as running back goes, it's kind of the same deal. After you get past, you know, the first five or six running backs, it's you're going to find some good depth in the later rounds, you know, fourth round, fifth round. And so that's kind of cool, too. So it's definitely one of those drafts where you don't have to freak out too much. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this. And uh, So our draft order, for the most part, is solidified. Uh, number one overall pick is going to be Tahir. Uh, Matt Keezer is going to be number two. And then uh, Pat is going to be the third overall pick. My brother, my... My, my, my co-host, Tim Livingston, will be picking ahead of me at the four spot. I will be five. And then Scott will be the six spot. Uh, Matty Hughes will be seven. Robin, eight. Elliot, 
our uh, fearless leader will be nine. Joe, our returning champion, will be ten, and then the uh, the last two spots will, like I like I said, be going to uh, Brian and Marcos. Which actually, I like those wraparounds, especially in one to two, is uh, is pretty awesome. So I think we're going to see some fun stuff there. Uh, so, looking at the number five team, MCR Silly Nannies, that is going to be Matt Hughes, who's going to be picking at the seven spot. And looking at his roster for the MCR Silly Nannies, we have, uh, well, right off the bat, uh, for keepers, undrafted Tom Brady uh, in 2014 is uh, looking pretty good as a keeper. He's going to be gone for the four, first four games, but I wouldn't be too worried about about that. Um, the only thing that does stink is that he has pitched, pitched the first four games are, are potential big games, which sucks because uh, Pittsburgh is going to be down. Uh, Buffalo, you know, at Buffalo, that actually is tough because Buffalo, for the most part, plays New England pretty tough. Jacksonville at home, yeesh. And then they have a bye for week four. Fortunately, that doesn't count towards a suspension. And then at Dallas. And when you're indoors, you can just expect good things. And then they're at Indy. Not afraid of the Indy defense. New York Jets at home. Miami could be a little tough. And then you have Washington. That's going to be easy as pie. Giants, easy. Buffalo at home. Got to like that. Then at Denver, like that. So he's that's a solid keeper. You have to like that. They're going to have a pretty darn good quarterback, top 10 guy, uh, potentially, sitting there. And it's only going to cost you a 15th rounder. That's pretty awesome. Anquan Bolden would cost him a ninth round pick. And I say you keep him. I, I really liked Anquan Bolden last year. Uh, I had him in a couple of my other year leagues. Didn't have him in ours, obviously. Um, but I really like him. I had a actually a couple of 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 prop bets with some buddies where head up Anquan Bolden and Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles had that monster start to the year last year, and my prop bet was that Anquan Bolden would outscore him for the remainder of the season. And people couldn't take that bet fast enough, and I made some good money off of it. And you just have to like the fact that Anquan Bolden just – is absolutely solid, is always going to flirt with a 1,000 yards and get a couple of touchdowns. And it's just about that consistency. Getting consistency out of a ninth-round draft pick, you can't ask for much more than that. And the fact that him and Colin Kaepernick, they mesh well. And they're, you're going you're to have a few games where Anquan Bolden doesn't do too much, but you're more often than not, he's going to produce for you. And I think that having him as a wide receiver as a fringe flex or third wide receiver is going to be perfect at that nine spot because he's going to get a lot of looks and he's going to get a lot of catches um and you can't ask for much more tory smith keeping him in the third rounder more more likely than not not going to uh not going to happen. So one of the things that we will look at are the draft picks for the Silly Nannies. And he's going to be pretty much golden. He has three eight-round picks, which is awesome. Uh, no picks in the fifth round, which means if he has anybody in the seventh, won't be able to keep him. And uh, that does not look like, well, Jason Witten 
uh, would be that fifth round pick. But you know what? I would send him back. You're going to send back Jason Witten. You can probably pick him up again in the seventh round. Or try and get somebody else. Uh, if we look at other tight ends, you have Antonio Gates, also going to be suspended this year for a couple of games. Uh, but kind of the same same deal with Tom Brady is that he has something really good down in San Diego with Phillip Rivers. Their offensive line is really underrated, and they're young, and they're very talented. And Phillip Rivers actually put up some pretty darn good numbers last year. And you could make the argument that you just kind of hold Antonio Gates and draft somebody else. Um, because I do, I like Antonio Gates. I think that he still has another pretty solid year left at tight end. And with tight ends, that's pretty much what you're looking for is somebody solid. So Jarvis Landry, uh, you know, keeping him as a 15th rounder or 14th rounder, I Actually, he has no 15 rounder, so it would be a 14th or a 13. I don't think that'd be like the end of the world, really. I think people are expecting a lot more out of the Miami offense this year. And I think that's understandable. So maybe you keep Tom Brady as your 14th, uh, Antonio Gates as your 13th. Then maybe Jarvis Landry as your 12. So I, I think that's perfectly okay because, like I said, I, I think he's going to have an up year. Uh, and you'll get some good value out of him. And if he doesn't work out, you can always just get rid of him. And, and so it's kind of like a, a, a win-win. So with wide receivers, you're going to have Anquan Bolden and Jarvis Landry. So definitely going to be targeting uh, an elite wide receiver uh, at the... Let's see, where are they drafting? Or where did they say Matt is drafting? In this eight spot? No, seven spot. So you're kind of in that fringe territory. Uh, we'll just go through the rest of the roster real quick. Marshawn Lynch going back into the sea, Matt Forte going back into the sea, uh, Eddie Lacy going back into the sea, uh, Deshaun Jackson not going to keep him as a second rounder, he's going back, Jason Wynn, I'd send him back, Stephen Jackson, I'd send him back, he's, it's just definitely not working out there in Atlanta, it's only going to get worse, uh, Matt Ryan is a third rounder, I like Matt Ryan this year, but I don't think you want to get him in the third round, I think you can pick him up again probably around that fifth round where he was drafted last year, uh, Reggie Wayne as a seventh rounder, uh, I normally would think, hey, not too shabby, but the fact is he's older and he's injured and there are a lot of new weapons, Andre Johnson just got brought in, T.Y. Hilton, Frank Gore, uh, the, the the tight ends that they have there. It's kind of like Reggie Wayne is a little bit of an, an afterthought. And then, of course, Steven Goskowski. Um, no, and then Arizona, no. So you're definitely going to have to revamp at running back. Uh, being at that seven spot, 
I mean, you're probably going to be looking at somebody if you're going to go and get a running back because you obviously need a running back. Don't have any keepers. You might have to go after a LaShawn McCoy, maybe an Arian Foster, something like that. And then on the wraparound, go ahead and take a uh, wide receiver. I think those are going to be the the first two picks. Uh, you won't get one of the upper echelon running backs, obviously, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with going for somebody like... I, if I had to go for anybody, it would probably be LaShawn McCoy. I, I'm not very big with the situation in Philadelphia, with the fact that even though... I just, I just don't know. With uh, what's his name coming up from San Diego, uh, Ryan Matthews and and Demarco Murray. I think Demarco Murray is definitely going to be the top guy, but I, it's, I, I'm just not sold. So I think you definitely are going to go with Lashawn McCoy. He's going to get touches. They brought him in to be the man, and uh, C.J. Spiller's off in New Orleans now. You know. Uh, if Fred Jackson <laughs> comes in and does his thing again, then so be it. But I think you're going to have to just come in and and, and go with LaShawn McCoy and just think that he's going to be healthy and, and get a lot of touches. Um, and then in that second round when you come back, that's going to be, what, the 12th? And then so you'll probably be getting that, uh, that's what, like the 17th pick? I mean, you never know, like an A.J. Green or a Randall Cobb, somebody like that might be there. Uh, that's not too shabby. And then you kind of just fill in from there. You can find that find anybody else that, that looks pretty good, get one of the rookie running backs maybe, I don't know. Um, but there's going to be some people there. Really cool, I think. You know, Frank Gore might be available in the third round. Uh, Alfred Morris maybe. You know who knows? Maybe you want to. Maybe you want to pick up like maybe Peyton Manning will be available. So there's going to be some good options there, and I think Maddie will be fine. So let's go with the sixth team, which is Scott. Scott finished sixth last year. Uh, this year he's drafting at the eight? no six. So he's going to be drafting ahead of of Matt in the sixth spot. And if we go ahead and look at his roster. Uh, far from retiring, there we go. Uh, let's go ahead and look at potential keepers. So Tony Romo at the seven spot. Mm. I mean, not bad. You know, he he might have to throw a little bit more. Uh, the 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 great thing being that he has one of the best offensive lines in football with one of the best wide receivers and although a little little bit aging um Jason Witten is still more than respectable at tight end and the fact that uh you just lost the best running back in 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 the NFL means maybe he gets a few more few more touches and Tony Romo has to throw the ball a little bit more. So that might be a great pick to keep at seven. So I'd probably keep Tony Romo at seven. Demaryius Thomas is going to go back, which I think is fine. Uh, Mike Evans. I think you, you, I think you definitely keep Mike Evans. I think people are pretty excited about, 
Um, the rookie quarterbacks coming in with Tennessee and Tampa Bay, you know, Jameis uh, Winston coming in, I, th- I think he could connect really well with Mike Evans, and I think that'll be a solid six-round draft pick. Some good depth. T.Y. Hilton would not be a first-round draft pick. He was in the third last year, so he's, I think, going to go back. He's somebody he could probably pick up again in the third round. Alfred Morris is going to go back. Uh, Ryan Matthews, well, you definitely will not be keeping him as a fourth-rounder. Um, the, the, the sharing the carries and all that stuff, you really want to wait and see how the situation in Philly is going to work out. Martellus Bennett... Uh, tight end with the 11th pick you gotta like that I, th- I think that's that's completely solid um, you know outside of Gronk you know it it's kind of meh for the, the top 5 and once you get outside the top 5 it's you know whatever and I think he's a, a solid tight end and we'll put up some pretty good numbers now this is really good um, so you're going to be keeping Martellus Bennett, keeping Tony Romo, keeping Mike Evans. So you have, uh, you know, a, a potential, you know, uh, you could easily start Tony Romo, okay? You can start Mike Evans, right, most definitely. Um, so you have a starting wide receiver, um, uh, starting tight end. Then you get into running back, you have Jeremy Hill, which is awesome. Probably a top 10 running back at the start of the year. I really, really like that. A lot, so that lets me know that you can just go ahead and um, try and solidify your running back position early in that first round. Uh, take who take best running back available, and then come back around and fill in that wide receiver spot, and uh, you'll be good. Oh, you know what? You're set at quarterbacks. I just see right here Cam Newton in the sixth round. I think Cam Newton is going to be big this year. Um. So you actually are in a great spot where you don't really have to worry about quarterbacks. Your quarterbacks are are fairly solidified. The only thing that you could probably do if you want is toss back Tony Romo. And if you want to try and hoard uh, the quarterbacks a little bit, you could probably try and pick up another um, big big quarterback. But I kind of like the idea of having uh, Tony Romo and Cam Newton there already. Your quarterbacks are set. No, it's not an Aaron Rodgers. No, it's not an Andrew Luck. But I still think they're going to put up great, great numbers. Um, so it's kind of from where I would be looking at this, you're set at QB. Don't worry. Um, uh, Kendall Wright, I would keep Kendall Wright. I, you know, again, in, in Tennessee, everybody's kind of they want they want to see what happens with with Marcus Mariota and. I would hold on to him. Only going to cost you a 12th rounder. Uh, looking at draft picks from last year, far from retiring, I think has all of them. Yeah, you have all your picks. Um, so you can definitely keep Kendall Wright. Um, there's there's no conflict because you're not going to keep the New Orleans defense. Send them back. You're not going to keep Adam Vinatieri. Send them back. You're not going to keep Toby Gerhardt. Uh, he's going back. Uh, I wouldn't keep Larry Donnell. just because I think it's good. Just go with one tight end right now. Okay, so you're going to have a lot of room to work with. So I would go right off the bat. If you're going to be drafting at that uh, sixth spot, I think you're definitely going to be able to land. You might, outside of Jeremy Hill, which I think is awesome, 
You know, you might be able to get whatever leftover. You might get like an Arian Foster, maybe a Marshawn Lynch. You know, I don't know, LaShawn McCoy. Somebody's going to be there. So you're going to get a great running back. That's awesome. And then uh, 12 picks later, you know, we're looking at, what is that, 18th? You get a, 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 a great wide receiver and like a maybe a Julio Jones is there, maybe a Jordy Nelson, I don't know. Um, depending on where people are looking to go. I think people are going to target Demarius Thomas, maybe, Des Bryant, you know, Calvin Johnson, although Beckham's already off the board, so that might bump up a few of the other wide receivers, like a Jordy Nelson or Julio Jones might not be there, but there are so many of them. You know, A.J. Green, uh, it's maybe you go after T.Y. Hilton, I don't know, or maybe you get another running back. That's the other thing. You could just go ahead and just get three awesome running backs and then build wide receiver for the rest of the draft. So uh, definitely in a great position, uh, far from retiring. Scotty, I think you're in pretty good shape for this upcoming season. Let's go ahead to here, who uh, we're going to move on to his team. They finished seventh last year and actually have the number one overall pick this year. So if we look, let's go ahead and look at draft picks for the T-Baggers. Nothing in the fifth round, but has five draft picks in the first four rounds. Two in the third, which I think is, is pretty good. So with that first overall draft pick, that means, well, let's actually see. Where is this? That means you're going to have the last pick in the second, first in the third, and so team Hufflepuff so you're going to have Matt Matt is drafting second oh so that means that you are going to have three consecutive picks holy crap uh, that is pretty that's going to be awesome uh, that's a good situation to be in. Uh, so if we're looking at the roster, uh, three consecutive picks, the last and the second, the first and the third, and the second and the third. I mean, let's go ahead and look at the roster real quick. Jay Cutler, do you keep him in the third round? I don't think so. Uh, Mike Wallace, do you keep in the, him in the third as one of your third? I don't think so, actually. I think you send him back. Golden Tate in the fifth. You don't have a fifth. Do you keep him in the fourth? That's kind of fringe. It's really up to you. The reason why I say that is because Calvin Johnson, when Calvin Johnson is there, he just is a black hole for the ball and, and sucks up all the touches. But when he was hurt last year, Golden Tate was phenomenal. So it might not be a bad idea just to hold on to him and keep him as a fourth rounder maybe. I like Michael Floyd. I think that when Arizona at the beginning of the year is healthy, you kind of saw what they're capable of, and I think good things are going to happen, and keeping him in the sixth round is perfectly okay. Uh, he's definitely probably a guy that you'll want to start. Lamar Miller as a second rounder? Uh, he seems more of a third round guy. 
Like maybe you might want to get him. I don't know if he wants to be your second rounder. I think you can do probably a little bit better. I think looking at the roster, you probably want to get an elite wide receiver to round out the other two if you keep Golden Tate and Michael Floyd um, and send back Lamar Miller. Bishop Sankey, obviously not going to keep him. Travis Kelsey, awesome. So you're going to have a top tight end. Um, as a 15th rounder or 14th rounder, whatever. So that's good. You don't have to worry about tight end. Josh Gordon, sadly, not going to be around. Um, going to have to send him back. I believe he's suspended, right? Yeah, he's suspended for the year. So uh, I don't know if he's worth holding on for a roster spot. But it's up to you if you want to try and hold on to him for another year. So be it. James Starks. So, actually, this kind of tells you where you should go with the first overall pick. You have James James Starks. You have the handcuff um, for arguably the best running back this year in Eddie Lacy. So, you're obviously going to go Eddie Lacy number one. So, you have a running back solidified. You have his backup solidified, which is awesome. So you're going to keep James Starks at 11 so nobody can handcuff you. Chris Ivory, send him back. Ben Roethlisberger, there you go. Dude is going to throw the ball a lot. You're looking at a top 10 quarterback already. There you go. You don't really have to worry about the quarterback spot too much. You're going to want to get one more. Um, Maybe you just pick up Jay Cutler again, probably around the fifth or sixth round. There's going to be guys there, but I like Ben Roethlisberger. He's going to throw a lot. His defense isn't very good. He's going to be forced to throw. So that's a really good spot. Zach Stacy, throw him back. Dan Bailey, don't need him. New England, don't need them. You can always get them later. So you're set for a starting quarterback. Uh, you're going to get um, arguably the best running back in the draft. And then, so... <laughs> You're going to come back around with the 24th pick. You know, who's going to be there? That's uh, – I. you're looking at, you know, well, you don't really need a tight end. But, I mean, if you want some other running backs, you know, Mark Ingram could be there. If you want to reach on somebody like DeMarco Murray or, or, you know, Frank Gore could be there. You can go and pick up Frank Gore and Alfred Morris. Both are guys that I like a lot. Or you can go get Lamar Miller again, who people are expecting to be pretty darn good. Uh, I think that's completely okay. Uh, So just you, you are just going to be able to completely solidify your roster um, with an amazing running back, come back around, Get some solid wide receivers and um, another solid running back. And that's actually going to be pretty scary with with the potential roster looking like that. So, uh, like I said before, I like Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think you really have to reach for another quarterback. I think you're pretty fine on that and just pick somebody up late in the draft. Um that's how I feel because, let's see, Pittsburgh, who do they got? You know, at New England, I think we'll have a good game. Home against San Francisco, you know, that could be a good game. You never know. With with all the, the crud that's going on in San Francisco, my goodness. At St. Louis, uh, that could be tough. Rivalry game about against Baltimore, uh, 
that could be a good one at San Diego. You got to like that. Arizona, Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati, Oakland, Cleveland. Then they go to Seattle, which is uh, but then Indy, fairly soft defenses. So I like Ben Ben Roethlisberger. I think that's going to be awesome. All right, let's go for the last team. That's going to be Matty Hughes. Uh, Matt Hughes. Or no, excuse me. Matt Keezer. Matt Keezer, who finished eighth last year. Team Huffle Plus. Puffle Puff 1 plus 1. I think. He has a number two pick? I believe. Let me see. Yeah, Matt Keezer, number two overall pick. Uh, I think that is going to simplify things pretty easy. I think he's going to have to go with Jamal Charles. Uh, looking at keepers, uh, oh, yeah, he dumped a lot of his team. Uh, so Nick Foles, do you keep him as a 13th rounder? I don't know. Uh, you, I guess you could if you really wanted to. Uh, Martavis Bryant, I would I would look into keeping him with how much Pittsburgh's going to throw the ball, and he was pretty explosive last year, and I think in his second or third year, I think he could do some really good things. Same thing with John Brown. I think you keep John Brown, too, when Arizona's healthy, and Carson Palmer's there. They throw the ball really, really well, and I don't think you can look at last year's numbers as a good measuring stick because of the injuries at quarterback. So I think you keep him. Uh, I think you, you keep Bryant. Uh, Justin Blackman, another potential keeper. You know, you could just keep a lot of this young talent early, but I don't think he's going to be playing this year. Uh, but it's one of those deals where if you want to try and hold him, but I wouldn't, I'd let him go. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, I'd let him go too. Uh, you're going to have Le'Veon Bell running back. So you know that you have uh, your running back spots solidified with two top three, two top five, whatever you want to say running backs. You're going to have two absolute aces that are three down running backs and can get it done. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Um, Cody Latimer, eh, Dante Moncrief. You know, maybe Moncrief might be worth keeping because of the fact that they really will move the ball around a lot. Joyke Bell can be your third running back um, in, in that flex spot because of the fact that he's at Detroit and he's kind of the guy now. He's going to get his picks. It's just if he's going to be healthy or not. That's the only question. Shane Vreen, let him go. Isaiah Crowell, I would actually probably hold on to him. You have him and Terrence West. It's. I would just see. But uh, we'll be pretty set when it comes to running backs. So I think when it comes back around in the second round, you try and see whoever else is available at wide receiver. You're going to have a lot of wide receiver. You have Julius Thomas as your tight end. Can't be too mad about that. I think he'll get a lot of touches. Um, my phone's ringing. So, yeah. Well, like I said, kept it under 30 minutes. I got to go get ready to head into work. Um, 
But yeah, thank you for listening. If you guys want to hit me up on Twitter or anything, please feel free to do so at Peter Livingston. Follow us on Los Livingston Brothers. Subscribe. And I'll be back with the final four uh, teams tomorrow. All right, guys. Hey, if you want to keep following Los Livingston Brothers, you can see us on Facebook. Just go to the Los Livingston Brothers fan page. Give us a like, leave comments, all that good stuff. And on iTunes, make sure to subscribe and also give us a nice, pretty-looking review and throw five stars up on us because we are like a Rob Van Dam frog splash because it's the five-star frog splash. Uh, On top of that, if you don't use iTunes to listen to your podcast, you can also go to LosLivingstonBrothers.com, click on the Radio Shows tab, and you'll be able to listen to all the shows dating back to our very first show at KCY in 2011. Man, that was... That's a long time ago. I'm old.